Hello, everybody, and welcome, and get ready to come along with me into the unknown for this amazing journey that is the first ever solo episode of the Friends You Can Keep podcast. That's right. It's me, all by my lonesome, here in my dirty, cluttered basement. Um, hitting a real low point here in the Friends You Can Keep podcast. Uh, hopefully I don't laugh too much at myself because it's just literally just me. There's no one around me. It's not like Kelly's next to me. She's upstairs working on a project for her father for Father's Day. Tony is asleep. And I don't know what the boys are doing. By the boys, I mean Andrew, Ryan, and Joe. I don't know what they're doing. Uh, yeah. So it's just me. It's going to be awkward for me. It's going to be awkward for you. Uh, I I understand if you don't hang on and you want to leave. The door is there. I appreciate you for stopping by. And hopefully we'll see you again soon. Uh, but until then, let's, uh, let's get down to business. Let's do some shit that we can't do when other people are around. Let's talk about the real nitty-gritty, dirty, disgusting shit that we talk about. Loki just came out uh, last week, and it was good. I watched the first episode, and real vibes all around. Um, I loved the homage to Iron Man 1 when Tony crashes in the desert. Very similar opening in Loki. Um, And these are spoilers, obviously, if you haven't watched it yet. But they give a real... They give you a sense the TVA, the Time Variance Authority, has brought into the MCU in Loki, and they really they give you the sense and the knowing that this is a powerful entity within the universe of Marvel. Uh, there's just Infinity Stones, just as like throwaway gags in the show, and I love that it fits kind of with the theme of this episode because it's me by myself. The point of the episode is to kind of show Loki that, like, you don't matter. No. Everything you've done has... There's no free will. Everything is chosen by the timekeepers, and it's all on a linear path for the... Oh, God. I forget what it's called. Shit. I knew I should have written this down. Um, The master timeline. I forget what they call it. Uh, but it's, you know, it's a multiverse thing, which they talk a lot about the multiverses in this first episode, which clearly we are, we are leading into with WandaVision and now I think more so with Loki, we're definitely leading into the multiverse of madness and the sequel to Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, it was, it just showed Loki that like, Everything he's done is just to build someone else up. He is essentially a stepping stone for other people to get to their highest potential. And I feel that. That was a a real... It really hit for me. It's not hard. That I liked Loki from Avengers 1 when he first came in. Like, real prominently in the MCU. And ever since then it's been like yeah i can get on board with him he's gotten better over the movies and now 
in the show in episode one you know you see vulnerabilities in wandavision and you see vulnerabilities in falcon and the winter soldier but not so quickly episode one of loki came out swinging with him being just as vulnerable as possible with owen wilson wow and uh yeah he he cries he's dealing with his mom's death and then he admits that you know he doesn't like doing what he does but it's all a facade you got to keep up that image you got to fake it till you make it man because he is he is there to do a job he is burdened with glorious purpose as he says multiple times i think the point of this episode was to really show that like again as i said it showed that he doesn't well, it doesn't matter, but that what he's doing isn't of his own decision, as he thinks it is. So they, because they say over and over, the glorious purpose catchphrase is used over and over and over again. And I think it's to, to show how ridiculous it is, and how kind of not true it is. Uh, but yeah, Loki was great. I'm very, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. And I wish Disney Plus would just release them all at once. I'm glad they released them week by week because I don't have the time in the day to watch them all. And I also don't, um, I don't have control. So I would just watch them all right away and then just be without them. Whereas if you release them week by week, you get the joy of having a new episode out of the week. I've just gotten used to, everyone's gotten used to streaming platforms where Everything's just released all at once. Um, but yeah, look for it on Disney+. Plus. It's out every Wednesday. Uh, episode 1 was great. The rest of the season, I would imagine it's going to be good. People were like, oh, it could be, you know, you started out episode 1 so good that rest could go downhill. But WandaVision was, as in my opinion, I know some people didn't like it. WandaVision I thought was great from beginning to end. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was great from beginning to end. And I think Loki will will fall into the same thing they've set up i won't spoil everything but they've set up some storylines that are definitely going to be i think confusing to some people i think very exciting i think very thrilling uh and i i think they're gonna tie a lot i think people were disappointed with how one division didn't tie into movies so directly i think loki will very blatantly and obviously kind of tie into movies coming into the fold um i'm going to take a pause for a second here and just remind you at home that if you're playing the home game with us i again have no one with me so the jokes i've made i did my best to not be a burt kreischer and laugh at myself so with that being said there's also no one here to laugh at my jokes so you at home will have to determine whether or not you think it's funny enough to laugh. I can't hear you, but I know in my heart that I, well, I hope in my heart that you're laughing along with me. If you're not, I'm also not surprised by that. Uh, and I also will apologize now for the self-deprecating humor. It's me by myself, so there's no one here to check me on it. And that's how I deal with my anxiety and crippling depression. So let's get back to it. Uh, what else did I watch recently? Oh, I watched the Friends reunion. Uh, that was, as someone who's not a giant fan of Friends, I think it's a very, I mean, it's good, but I think it's very overrated. It's right up there for me with The Office. I think both those shows have gotten so 
beaten to death because people are just lazy and don't want to watch new TV shows. They want to watch the same old shit. And, uh... Ah, it's getting windy. Um... So the office gets washed over and over again, and Friends did as well. But the Friends reunion, I liked. I mean, I like the actors from the show. I love Matthew Perry. I love um, Lisa Kudrow. I think they're all great. But I will say right off the bat, any show that's going to do reunions, I know there's a lot of talk about The Office doing one. Parks and Recs was good parks and rec did a it wasn't really a reunion though it was more of a quarantine kind of special episode which was very funny i think it was very well done and it fit the timing you couldn't do it again now but um but the way friends did it is how reunions should be done it was a little bit of your your like bravo tv real housewives where they sat down and there was a host who was james corden and uh of course it was he hosts everything that has to do with that kind of thing um but it was kind of it was a little bit of that it was a little bit of them on the set and they did some trivia and some skits from the show and there was some pre-recorded stuff and i think it was it was very well done and it really kept your attention it wasn't just like an hour and a half two hours of people just sitting around like, oh my god, wasn't it so great to be on this show? We are such a family. Like, everything, we just love each other so much. Like, it was a lot of that, but it was also a lot of different things mixed in, a lot of different elements. I think if shows like The Office were to do reunions, that's how they should be done. It should be the actual people. Don't bring it in like, oh, we're back as who we were playing like don't bring steve carell in as michael scott bring him in as steve carell to talk about playing michael scott it's so much more entertaining to me it's funnier i think and i think it just fits better um what else have we watched there was something else that we watched that i was going to talk about and i forget what it was huh this is the other problem with no one else being here to check me. And I didn't write any of this down. I should have. Especially when I forgot the name of the timeline thing in Loki. It was my first thought that I should have written everything down that I was going to talk about. I normally do. And I didn't do that tonight. I was just going to fly by the seat of my pants and make this episode just a total clusterfuck of craziness. Um, huh. I don't know what it was. We started The Flight Attendant, haven't finished it yet. It was good, though. What we've watched so far is very good. If you're not watching At Home with Amy Sedaris, you should be watching At Home with Amy Sedaris on HBO Max. And probably on True TV On Demand. I don't know how On Demand works anymore because everything's on streaming. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. For those of you that are on the Twitters, especially, I think the Twitters especially, and if you know anyone who is involved in getting shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine or shows like Lucifer, all these shows that get canceled at one network and brought back on another network, I need you to work your magic once again because we talked about Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on this show before. We love that show. It was very good. And you're right. You did hear that correctly. I said was. NBC, of course they have. This is why I don't like getting 
involved in shows that are on basic cable. NBC has canceled Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist after they just had a great season finale. And yeah, apparently it will not be continuing on Peacock, which is their streaming service. So I'm fingers crossed that Netflix or Hulu or Disney Plus or ESPN Plus or YouTube TV or ABC or CBS or PBS or TBS or TNT or Showtime or Cinemax or one of the other Redbox, one of the other million streaming platforms will pick the show up. I think it would be better, in my opinion on a different network as well, a more mature network, a, a network where you can say curse words and a network where you can, sh- I want to say show nudity, but that show doesn't really need nudity. It's not a, sh- it's not a Game of Thrones. I don't, do, I mean, Game of Thrones didn't need as much nudity as it have. Maybe it should have had more nudity in the final seasons. Maybe it wouldn't have been as bad of a final two seasons, but. So, yeah. Those are the shows I've been watching. That's the shows I recommend. We're we're toying with the fact of going to see A Quiet Place Part 2 in theaters. Haven't really decided on that yet. I don't know what I want to, you know... I don't... I want my first movie in the theater again to be, like, a big deal. But there's not really anything coming out to me that's a... I mean, that's probably a big... A Quiet Place Part 2 seems like a big deal to me. Because I'm not, you know, I'll see Black Widow, but I'm not, like, overly excited about Black Widow. And Space Jam is going to be on HBO Max. In the Heights is going to be on HBO Max. So, which we have. So I don't need to go to a theater for that. Cruella is on Disney+. Plus, Which I want to watch that. That reminded me that we wanted to pay for that to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Um... Yeah, musically, outside of the TV and movie realm, I will say, oh, this is official. This is a new thing I'm going to start. The Friends, the official Friends You Can Keep Song of the Summer. I posted it maybe on my personal Instagram. I don't know if I posted it on the page's Instagram or not. But the official Friends You Can Keep Song of the Summer for 2021 is Dancing's Not a Crime by Panic at the Disco. Very catchy, very upbeat. I love Panic at the Disco. I've I've loved them for a long time. I think Brendan Urie is immensely talented. Um and the song is just it's a hit, man. It it's so good. It really just I don't know, it flows so nicely and it's so upbeat and catchy. It, it's just great. I listen to it in the car all the time with the windows down, and I turn the fucking radio, like, all the way up. It's what I do in the summertime. Um, that's our summer. That's our song of the summer. Another recommendation I can make is the song of my life. There are songs... I have a tattoo, for those of you who don't know me personally, I have a tattoo on my left wrist that says, Music is better than words. I heard that song as a Seth MacFarlane song. That's the title of it. And it essentially is just, you know, when when words fail, music is there. And music has been such a gigantic part of my life for my entire life. And I've used it, you know, I've told Kelly this before that every girlfriend I ever had, I was one of those people who made, 
I was a little out of the mixtape generation, but I did make mix CDs, and I gave them to every girlfriend I had, and they had like the best, the best love songs you could have on there. Some fucking real winners. I mean, my God. But I've, you know, working at a skating rink and growing up with such a diverse group of people that I did, I've, I've got a really, in my opinion, my, my humble opinion, I have a very good taste in music. I listen to a lot. I can't say I listen to everything because I don't. I don't listen to gospel. I don't, you know, there's a lot of stuff I don't listen to, but I do listen to a very, very wide range. If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow, if you know me as a person, you know that I have playlists that, like, go from Sinatra to ACDC to Outkast over to Garth Brooks. Like, they're just all over the fucking map. Um, but every now and then you get a song that perfectly describes your relationship. You get a song that perfectly describes the mood you're currently in. And then every now and then you get a song that perfectly embodies your life and who you are as a person. I discovered it a couple months ago, I think, when they played it on the radio for the first time as a new song. And then I just kind of forgot about it, and now it has come back into my mind again. It is the perfect song to describe who I am, and it is called All My Favorite Songs. I'm looking it up right now. I'm pretty sure that's the official title. It is Weezer's new single with AJR. Another uh, Weezer's a phenomenal band. I love Weezer. I didn't realize until a short while ago that how much I liked Weezer. I mean, I know I like their songs, but then like the Teal album, the Teal album we have on vinyl and it's fucking amazing. But we got, you know, they're a great band and AJR, I know a couple of their songs. They're a newer group, I think. A couple of years now, I think they've had songs out, but they're they were good. If you're not listening to AJR, you should be listening to AJR. If you're not listening to Weezer, you should definitely be listening to Weezer. Um, yeah, all my favorite songs by Weezer is the definitely recommended hit. I was gonna try and play it at the end of this episode because with Spotify, with Anchor, as you know from the sponsored ad, you can play full length songs through Spotify. But I was reading up on it and it only plays full length on spotify and then you get like a 30 second version somewhere else it was kind of vague on if it plays on all the platforms but i saw something about it only being uploaded to spotify so i was worried that if i did that it wouldn't be uploaded this whole episode wouldn't be uploaded to google and apple and wherever you get your podcasts so i i just decided not to but i will tell you that you should listen to all my favorite songs by weezer it is the it's a very eerily accurate description of who I am as a person. Uh, it's kind of strange. But yeah, that's a, uh, this is going to be a short episode, guys, because it's just me. And I've already been rambling for 20 minutes. And I'm running out of things to ramble about. So it'll be a short one. Just bear with us for the time being. People are getting busier. You know, COVID restrictions are being lifted left and right. People have shit going on in their lives, and I get it. I'm not an important person, and this show isn't very important. It's important to me, but 
it's my burden. It's my cross to bear. It's not anyone else's burden to do. Uh, and I, I know, you know, you've heard on the air. We've talked about it on the radio, on this podcast, not on the radio. What the hell am I saying? We've talked about it on this show that, you know, Kelly was apprehensive at first, but now she's on board with it. But there's still times where you say, you know, I'd like to record this week because I like to, I am now dipping the toe into bi-weekly episodes i would like to at some point move to weekly episodes but for that to happen you may have the burden as a listener of listening to me do these hopefully only 30 minute ramblings of incoherent nonsense uh but yeah it's it's a journey we're getting there we're still in the very early stages of our podcasting career it's hard to believe that we've been doing this for over a year. It's really crazy to me to think that I've been doing this that long. It doesn't feel... I mean, we haven't uploaded that many episodes because we used to do it just kind of clusterfucked whenever we could, and then it became monthly, and now it, then it was... Now it's bi-weekly. It was monthly for quite a while. Um, but yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. We'll figure it out. We'll try and set more of a schedule, and I don't know. You might get a lot more of just me. You'll probably get a lot more of me, and sorry, you might, you'll probably get a lot more of Kelly and I. I don't like doing the me and it's someone and I. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with everybody else. If you live in the area of where we live, if you live in the Phoenixville area, coming up very soon. Ryan, our dear friend, Ryan uh, Star, Starzuski, Starchuski, Starchuski, Star, 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 Ryan Star, something, uh, is directing the show Rent. I don't know what I knew it was Rent. I was gonna describe it in some way, and I just I don't know where I was going with that. Sorry for the the stuttering. The pausing, if you will. Uh, but yeah, he's directing Rent at the F FaceTime Theater <coughs> in the Phoenixville area, if you live in that area. Um, Andrew is acting in it. Kelly and I will be going to see it. It's very exciting. They're real big in the theater, those two. And... Uh, Hopefully at some point we'll do an episode where we talk about that um, because I'm fascinated by it. I I think in a different life I would have gotten more into it, but I'm just so – my stage fright is – it's horrendous. I mean, I don't know if I ever actually said it, but I this whole – the whole point of me starting this podcast was I would love to do comedy, but I'm so, so deathly afraid of bombing where I was like – Instead of going to a comedy club and having the potential of bombing, I could just record myself talking for an hour and maybe talk with my friends, have a nice conversation, and either you listen to it or you don't. But even if you bomb on a podcast, who gives a shit? All you're really doing is wasting your own time. Um, but yeah, I would, you know, because I've, you know, like I said, I'm big into music. I've always loved Movies and TV, they are, as you can, I'm sure, tell this many episodes into this show, that they are an immensely 
an immensely huge part of my life. I mean, they just take up so much time and space in my brain and in my existence. Um, but yeah, so if you're doing that in this time, you know, it's 2021, September, July-ish, August-ish. I'm not really sure the dates yet, but I'll keep you posted. Not that anyone's going to go, because you're probably not listening to this episode, because it's just me. Um, yeah. Sorry for all the awkward ums and the snapping of my tongue and my shattering jaw. Because I just don't know what to do. It's awkward being here by yourself. Just talk. I mean, I talk to myself a lot, but this is kind of a weird. You're talking to yourself, but you're also talking to other people because people are listening to this. It's a very strange psychoanalytic thing that's happening right now. I also have headphones in, so I'm listening to myself recording this in real time because that seemed less weird to me than just talking. Uh, yeah. I just did it again. Damn it. I don't want to keep doing that with my tongue, but you'll understand. Uh, Jesus. I keep thinking of something to talk about, and then I go sidetrack. Oh, I got a new car. Wow. This is a mess. Um, I got a Chevy Equinox, a 2018 orange, orange burst metallic. Chevy Equinox. I love it. I liked my Jeep a lot, but I didn't have a Jeep Wrangler, by the way. I had a Jeep Compass. I will, at some point in my life, have a Jeep Wrangler. That is my promise to myself. I was going to get it for my 30th birthday, but having small children, and we hope to have at least one more child. At least. Um, it's Having small children in a Jeep Wrangler is tough. And the issue with my Jeep Compass was we just didn't have enough space for when we travel. Because we go to the beach a lot. We go to the mountains a lot. And this year we were driving to Disney World. So I just needed a car that had more cargo space. And the Equinox has it. What's weird is Kelly also has an Equinox. But mine being orange, we think it's, we think it's just the color. Mine being orange, hers being silver, mine looks bigger. We know that's not the case, because it's uh, outside of the year and a few cosmetic features on the inside, they are identical cars. Um, but I enjoy it. It's a smooth, it's a very smooth ride. I was kind of amazed how smooth the ride was. And it is, so I got my driver's license when I was 18, I am now 28. It is my fifth car in 10 years. And it is 2021, and it is the most technologically advanced vehicle I have ever owned. I have a Bluetooth system that my phone actually connects to. I have Android Auto. I have a navigation system that's on my screen. I don't have to have my phone connected to Bluetooth and then still look at it. While just hearing the directions, I can actually see it on my screen when I'm driving somewhere that I don't know where I'm going. It is fucking magical. I have I have a push start now. My remote opens all my windows. It is so 
ball soup hot here right now. That when I get back from work and we're pulling down the driveway, all I gotta do is hit my unlock button twice and my fucking windows roll down. It is mind-blowing to me that I'm able to do that. It really is. It's just, God, technology is fucking great. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think we're going to cut it there. Because I just don't, I don't want to bore you. I don't want to take away any more of your time. I've informed you of Loki. I've informed you of the cancellation of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Please write your congressman and tell him you want Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist brought back onto the air. Make it known. Make your vote count. Uh, get vaccinated if you're not already vaccinated. I am. Kelly and I both are. It feels great to not have to to not have to wear a mask. We still do in certain places, but you know if you don't have to wear one, it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, get vaccinated. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Be nice to each other. It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month to uh, all our LGBTQ plus listeners and followers and whatnots out there in the the multiverse of social media and everything else. I don't know how many listen to this show. It'd be a fun. It'd be fun for me to know the demographics. I would like to think that I'm reaching a wide audience, but I also wouldn't be surprised if I'm hitting, like, the Hitler Youth audience. I don't think I would be, because I very openly don't support Donald Trump. I very openly support gay rights. I very openly uh, support just letting people be themselves and love each other and other things that don't fall in line with that very right-wing political ideology of thinking, because everything we think now is political. Even how you fart is political. If you fart one way, you're clearly a Republican. If you fart another way, you're clearly Democratic. But I don't fart anymore because I shit in a bag. Um, I don't know what that makes me. Libertarian? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, please let us know in the uh, review section if you enjoyed this episode. If you laughed at any of the jokes, like the one I just made about being libertarian. Uh, I thought you were American. Uh, that's a lesbian. Sorry. Vine. Um, good God. Someone's going to think I have like a complete mental breakdown in this episode because I am all over the fucking map. But yeah. Uh, if you haven't been, please rate and review this podcast to get us a little higher. As we keep moving up the chart, maybe we'll get noticed by some people. Maybe I'll be able to take this bitch on the road at some point in my life. Speaking of uh, things progressing, I will inform you that uh, as the YouTube channel goes, I don't know when that's going to happen. It's going to happen at some point. I just don't know when. I can tell you that we are not going to move forward with the me rapping slash singing Hamilton in order from memory because Hamilton has come and gone. I feel that while I still love Hamilton and I still listen to it in the car all the time and I'm still very confused as to why it completely consumed my life the way it did, uh, I feel like I have beaten that horse to death. I feel like people are bored of me talking about Hamilton 
it's clear from the way people voted in the Hamill tournament that people were very bored very quickly about me talking about Hamilton. So we're not going to talk about Hamilton anymore. Maybe if it comes up in conversation because In the Heights is coming out and whatever. And I find it very funny that In the Heights was on Broadway before Hamilton was on Broadway, I think. But since Hamilton the movie came out first, it's from the creator of Hamilton. Very strange. Uh, but yeah, rate and review podcast. Help us out a little bit. Let us And just, you know, rating it's great, but please review it. Let us know how we're doing. Even if you just direct message me on Instagram, direct message the page. If you're not following us, you can follow us at the friends you keep on Instagram and Twitter. Most of the stuff I post on Twitter is just shared from Instagram. So Twitter's not really important, but Instagram is important because I try to post there more often. I wish I would post more often than I do, but you know, I'm working and doing this and doing art and raising a child and having a family and just I'm all over the place. I'm not stretched too thin. I'm not stretched really thin at all. I'm great at time management, but other people clearly aren't. I'm looking off like there's a camera there, but there's not. Just, uh, we're not going to go there. Uh, God. If I ever go to therapy, I'll just play her this episode. Him. Her. Whoever. Whoever my therapist will be. I don't know why I assume to be a woman. Strange. Hmm. But yeah, let us know just how we're doing. Ignore this episode if you want. I don't mind. But yeah, it's fun. Letter County just started filming their new seasons. Shorzy, the TV show, is going to be a thing soon. If you watch Letter County, you know what I'm talking about. It's a great show if you're not watching it on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Not you're not watching on Hulu. You should be watching it on Hulu. That's where it streams. It's Canadian. Very funny. Very. I was gonna say very Shit's Creek, but it's not really very Shit's Creek. They're both Canadian, but Letterkenny is much more vulgar. Shit's Creek was amazing. Uh, but yeah, we're we're like thirty five minutes now. I'm just gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna put you and myself out of our own misery. Uh, as I said, to beat this horse to absolute, a bloody pulp, rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever. I've lost track of how many places offer podcasts now. So rate and review us, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at the friends you keep. Just keep listening to us for as long as you can tolerate me and yeah i don't know we'll be back in two weeks and hopefully i have a guest and hopefully it's more bearable than this episode was but if you liked it good for you because we'll probably be doing more of these if you didn't like it i apologize deeply please don't let this sour your opinion of the show in general and you will know from the titles whether or not I'm by myself, more than likely. I may try to differentiate them. And so then you'll know which ones to skip and which ones to actually listen to. But, you know, hang in there. Stick with us. We'll get through this together. <laughs> this beer's for you. These are all the slogans that I think have been used for beers during the 
during the pandemic. Hang, we'll we'll get through this together. Has been such a huge thing. But yeah, thank you for being a friend. Thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing with this nonsense. I love you all. Stay safe. Be nice to each other. Be kind. Get vaccinated. Stay healthy. Listen to the songs I recommended. Yeah. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be for me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend.